I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day, he vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is now. The OG of Jets podcasting and blogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts. Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Turn on the Jets Digital. Welcome to the There's Always Next Year podcast on the Turn on the Jets podcast network. We are back, and I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And with me are the super awesome Travis Milton, who you can follow on Twitter at dash 37 board 27 and Josh Conrad, who is tanned and, uh, and well, well rested from a trip to Hawaii. Uh, you can find Josh on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad gentlemen. Um, a lot to talk about. We haven't talked in months. Um, we've texted and, and caught up that way. Uh, I saw Travis a couple weeks ago, but uh, and, and we've got lots to get to today. Um, there's lots going on in our country, obviously. Um, but we need to wait, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know, nothing, nothing. We'll save it for later. Martin. No spoiler alert. So, so number one, Travis and Josh, how you, how you guys doing? Josh, you good? Feeling good? Yeah, yeah, feeling good. We took our first uh plane, plane rides with our 18 month old twins, Ooh. survived uh, multiple flights through San Francisco, one of the epicenters of. Everything happening right now, um, everybody's healthy, which is always really important. We know that's not the case for everybody out there. So thoughts and prayers out to people dealing with this directly um, and also trying to just care for people well, pastoring a church, you know, 
just out in the public constantly caring for people, figuring out ways to provide emergency care for people that need it, mm. do grocery shopping for elderly people, um, write cards to people that are in nursing homes, care for families in our church that are dealing with this directly. Um, but we, we, my wife and I are doing very well, so cannot complain about a thing. Good. And Travis, how are you, my man? I've been watching Tiger King. I mean, if that tells you anywhere, oh my god! I mean, I, I, I just saw that preview. It. I just saw that preview last night on Netflix, and I was like, it "Do is, I want to watch this?" I it don't is, know. It is Buck Wild. Yes. Okay, I do want to watch it. Okay. No, I uh, my, I've, I've had a a brain mushingly just insane week. Um, I think everyone in the yes. restaurant industry has. It's been it's been a lot. Um, but uh, outside so, of that, so Tiger King is your uh, your your happy place. That's where you're going right now. Legos and, Legos. and it, okay, can 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 either of you all give me an over under on how many times I've watched the Golden Girls through during oh, this crisis? Man. I want to say three and a half times. No, 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 no. I'm saying. Ah, uh, I'm going to say it's been on. You've not watched every moment, but on in the background, I'm saying at least four yeah. times. It's it's been six, yeah, on in the background. Where, where computer computer doing? rolling like while I'm asleep, like waking up and be like, what's oh, the thing? Yeah. You're like dreaming. You're like dreaming because it's still going. It's so good. Well, well, we're gonna get to a lot of the stuff and unpack a lot of the stuff that you talked about. Glad you're well. Our family's well. We hope everybody else's family's well um, in this time. Uh, but we're, but the first and most important thing that we need to get to, I know free agency and the draft and all that crap, but Okay, important stuff. Golden Girls mock draft. Two rounds for the three of us. Ooh. Go. So I get the first pick because I am the least equipped at this. Um, but we're, we're, doing, we're doing best episodes, right? Yes, just best okay. episodes. Sorry. So okay. we're doing best episodes, your favorite episodes. So I'm taking um, 101. Uh, the, I, I, could, I'll, I should know which season it's in. I want to say it's in season two. Uh, but it's season the, three. Uh, okay, thank you. Season three, the one where... Um, the the ladies are going to like a Burt Reynolds concert. Oh and, yeah, and they, <laughs> they go to the they go to the Burt Reynolds concert and they stop at a bar on the way and they get picked up for solicitation as prostitutes. And that uh, they, is called Ladies of the Night. Thank you, Ladies yeah. of the Night. And they get thrown yes. in jail and then they're like begging Sophia to let them out. Maybe she can only afford to take one of them or something. And then she just like leaves them in jail. I guess pretty good. That, so that's my one hundred and one. So I don't my, know. I don't know how that holds up. But my favorite line from that episode is when Sophia shows up, and uh, Rose asks if she is uh, there to bail them out, and Dorothy goes, "No, she's got a freaking nail file baked into a manicotti." <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good line. That's a pretty good oh, line. That's great. All right, Josh. See, we're, oh my we're, gosh. We're, we're we're putting Travis last because he has the he's going to be able to mine the value. Advantage. In this. I know. Right. I I I did a little research so I wouldn't get completely destroyed. I'm going season one, uh, middle of the season, an episode called "A Little Romance," and so Rose begins Ooh. dating a little person, That's and right. she's been trying to hide this from the other from the other women until there's an awkward dinner, um, and then. Just in every possible way, you could never air a TV episode yeah. with so many awful, non-politically correct things. But the fact that it was called A Little Romance with a little person, person. after dating Rose was just brilliant. I, I I, love every second of that episode. 
the parts where Blanche literally sticks her foot in your mouth. Like, yes. Well, not literally, yes. but figuratively. <laughs> like trying uh, to like hit. Oh God, it's it's cringeworthy and amazing. So great. All right, Travis, show show us where we where we missed value. All right, so considering where we are all at right now, I went with uh, my first pick being season one, episode twenty one, flu attack. Yeah, uh, where I thought like too soon. I thought too soon, but all right, nope, go ahead. Nope. Where uh, it's it's they it's always it. been one of my favorite episodes, but uh, it's where uh, three of the girls minus Sophia end up getting quarantined at home with the flu while they are uh, they're trying to it. it, it it really screws with the with the lady's social calendar mm. because mm. they have a uh, they have the the volunteer of the year awards that week. But it has one of my favorite lines in the entire entire series, which Blanche says, "Oh, you don't have to worry about me, honey. I'm uh, I'm fine. I treat my body like a temple." And Sophia goes, "Yeah, I'm sure. Open every day." to everyone day and night (laughs) zing consider yourself zinged Um, that's great that's great okay excellent all right so started the started the second round 201 um i'm going to take the episode um i think it this i think is season two where it's the death wish like where the, there's like a mean lady who lives next door to, um, mm. to the ladies and she wants to like cut down a tree, like a big old oak tree. You know I mean? If you've ever lived in Florida or kind of been in the South, you know, these kind of live oak trees are massive, huge. They provide tons of shade. Um, and, you know, and you just don't get that many of those and whatever. So she wants to cut it down and they kind of wish her to, they wish death on her. I think maybe is it Rose, Rose. wishes, Rose yep. wishes death on her. And then, <laughs> And the then entire she actually dies. She caused her to die. Yeah, and then she actually dies. So, and then she thought, right? And then it's the the dealing with the repercussions of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with that. That is my my next pick. Josh, what you got? Uh, do you remember the the uh, the season premiere of season two where Blanche thought she was pregnant? Oh yeah. And then she finds out that she's just suffering from menopause. <laughs> Josh actually stole my second round pick. Oh, oh look at me. That's awesome. Some well value. done. Well yeah, done. I remember, I remember um, just, it was actually more of a, it was one of like the, those, like, we're going to take a serious turn. Um, so Blanche, Blanche exercising all of her acting skills um, in this, in this whole episode. Um I I thoroughly enjoy that episode. I think it's very touching. Just chewing scenery all over the place is what you're it's saying. It's one of my favorites. She's, she's she's just lighting up the screen with every line. It was great. <laughs> That's my girl. All right, all right, Travis, finish us off strong. All right, we're going season three, episode one. Um, it's entitled "Old Friends." It's where the girls are helping a yes. uh, a Girl Scouts like group. And one of my favorite singers in the world, Jenny Lewis, is in it, who was also, at that point, uh, in uh, the movie The Wiz with uh, mm. what's-his-name from uh, uh, Wonder Michael Years. Jackson? Uh, Michael Jackson? Michael no. Jackson? <laughs> no, okay, maybe it was The Wizard, not The Wiz. The, the, the Nintendo Wiz. Howard Love movie. Oh, oh, the like arcade game or whatever or something? No, it was, like, it was Fred Savage, and yes. he was going to like a Nintendo tournament and yeah, yeah. it was Lewis called the wizard. Like the wizard his... is called the wizard. Yeah, the wizard. 1989 okay. classic. Yeah, yep. 
Yep. Fred Savage, Bo Bo Bridges, Christian Slater. Wow. I'm staring at this now. But now Jenny Lewis is, uh, she started a band called Rilo Kylie. She's a humongous in like indie music. Like I love her to death, but she plays a uh, very shady uh, quote unquote Girl Scout who uh, ends up in possession of Rose's teddy bear. And Rose ends up uh, like she, the the end of the episode is Jenny Lewis with a squirt gun filled with ink, like trying to shoot the teddy bear and Rose kicks her out. Like it is, it's, it's amazing. It's probably my favorite Rose episode ever. She was in Troop Beverly Hills too. Uh, Troop, not two T-O-L. Like she was in that movie as well. Um, And then this is for right for indie rock. Like if you like um, Ben Gibbard or um, the postal, uh, you know, she was in the postal service. She was the the female voice in, uh, in lots of the postal service songs. So like, that's a great album. Um, Man, what a standalone kind of awesome album postal service. So Jenny Lewis. Yes. Very. I didn't realize it was the same Jenny Lewis. Oh yeah. Uh, That's really cool. Wow. So cool. Also, um, tiny tidbit that I realized last night for the first time. Again, I've said I've gone through this six times-ish. <laughs> yes. Season four, episode six features a cameo by someone that no one would ever expect. The the okay. the it's, it's Sophia's wedding part one, but there is a person playing an Elvis impersonator that you would never ever guess was on the Golden Girls. Nicholas Cage. That would be shocking, but like I feel like it would, wouldn't be that shocking. Hmm. George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino. Oh what? my gosh, I could totally see that too. I could totally oh see that. Oh my gosh, All right. amazing! All right, I'm watching it tonight. Holy cow! Okay, well, yeah, that is on the list. That's going on 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 uh, on screen tonight. Thank you, sir. All right, okay, good. We got we got some things out of our system. We laughed a little. Um, let's now that we've lost our complete audience, maybe, maybe half our audience, um, let's dive into jets free agency. Uh, the real topic. One of the big reasons we're here talking today uh, about jet stuff. Uh, when we are talking about jet stuff, the jets have had an interesting free agency. I think fans were probably a little disappointed that they didn't get some of the top tier players. Um, but let's go through some of the guys that they have got. So we'll, let's start with, start with cornerback. Um, and then we'll work our way to offensive line and some of the other kind of, you know, do some cleanup work on, on some of the other positions. But really, it's been secondary and offensive line that we've seen seen the moves on. So so the big move uh, in the secondary is they've added Pierre Desir, who, uh, you know, can kind of play hold the fort role. He's got a one year deal, um, comes from over from the Colts, uh, had some injury issues last year. They re-signed Brian Poole, who had a good year last year, and they gave him another. They gave him a one-year deal as well, kind of a prove-it deal. And then they re-signed uh, Arthur Mollett, and then they brought in Marky Christian, who would be probably the third safety in this uh, in this group of, of safeties. So when you look at these moves, kind of you know you zoom out a little bit, Josh, and you look at the cornerback moves. What do you think about what the Jets have done to this point? Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like what Joe Douglas is doing is kind of what he, he was brought in to do, which is to not go and make splashy moves, signing Amari Cooper and, you know, big-name guys, but really, like, just start to address some needs with some plugs and, and draft really well. So hopefully the second part of this this approach is going to be a really 
comprehensive way to to really attack a lot of these needs in the draft while keeping a a reasonably underpriced um, offensive line and secondary just kind of operating. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad for not jumping at some of the big names that were going to be out there because I felt like they either weren't needs that we had or weren't going to make this that better anyway. And so, um, you know, I, so far so good. I mean, I'll, I'll let Travis kind of um, dive into the offensive line guys, but you know, um, Brian Poole, Arthur Millette, like it's great. Like you're signing guys that can be plug and play. So I feel like we're not making bad decisions, which is probably a good thing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. See, the show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. What do you think there, Travis? When you look at the, the, the cornerback position, um, have they done enough to kind of let's say, you know, just paper over some of the issues, um, right? You, you bring, you bring back pool. You've got bless Austin. Um, Dale Roberts, I think is gone. Yeah. He's been, he's been released. So they've kind of had, you know, uh, Tremaine Johnson, obviously Sayonara. Um, you know, this, bye. bye. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, you know, so this, this team addressed some of the, the big issues they needed to address and they've added some players, but I think my assessment is they haven't necessarily prevented themselves from finding some players in the first couple rounds of the draft if they kind of, you know, align. What do you think? Um, I've been kind of of two minds. Like, I'm kind of like Josh. Like, I really like the fact that he – well, the value thing, it's really kind of given me flashbacks to John Idzik. I think he's mm-hmm. taking a very similar approach – uh, maybe a much more pragmatic approach. Um, 
because I do see the parallels between uh, Ozzie Newsom and obviously what he learned there and, and how he's approaching this. Uh, but I'll tell you, like, one of the best things that I've seen is uh, not only are these, like, one-year, like, uh, one-year deals, which I think a lot of people were kind of freaked out about, but for me, it was actually very uh, heartening as opposed to disheartening mm -hmm. um, because, you know, the way I'm looking at it and the way I'm hopeful on it is that he's he's preparing for if Gase totally shits the bed again, there we go. I've already said it once. Um, it's good. And uh, yeah, and, and we've got to, and we've got to like start fresh again with a new head coach and new offense coordinator. Um, that's the way I'm hoping he's approaching this. Is that you know someone if 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 Gase fucks up like he's coming whoever's coming in it has right. a clean slate. Um, I, I like the pragmatism in which he's gone about it. Um, Desir I think is a great signing. Um, I mean, if you look at the guys, 2018 it was amazing. Last year, I know we had a lot of hamstring issues. Um, it's very much um, kind of like the Claiborne signing, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, bizarrely, which I think was one of Mac's best signings. Uh, it's somebody that has, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of potential con considering he was coming off an injury uh, and played great prior. And it's, it's a try-it deal. Um, mm -hmm. I would have liked Poole to be re-signed a little bit longer than one year. But, uh, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, but I mean, it, it kind of holds his place in line if he starts, you know, the season and just stands on his head, you know, during during the first two months, it's fine. Then you give him a bigger deal and you kind of get ahead of it or you get ahead of it before next March. So um, obviously Poole didn't, maybe he didn't have the market he expected. Um, and yeah, I think part of it is just based on the, the time. But yeah, I, I like the moves. Um, yeah, the, the Marky Christian deal, the, the third safety, the, the projected third safety, I like that too. Because obviously, you know, while we love Prez and he's been a great part of this team, um, Marcus May has obviously struggled in terms of staying healthy. And so this is a great person to put in as a special teamer. And then right when May has his, you know, injury issues, like which seem to pop up, um, this is a person you can kind of put into that, into that role. I mean, playing safety is one of the toughest positions in football. And so there are bound to be injuries. So having a guy who is, you know, a core special teamer who can, um, you know, pinch hit as a, uh, as a substitution starter. Uh, I like that move. And I mean, I think it certainly does maybe spell doom for some guys like Ron Tez miles and some of the other players on the team. We'll see what their role is going forward. Um, but at this point, you know, you, you kind of have to assume that um, you know, these are, you know, these are the moves that they need to start making and kind of setting the foundation. Okay. Now let's get to the stuff that really matters that we've all been crying about on this podcast for two years. Mm. The offensive line, we've seen one, two, three, four, at least four transactions around this position. So the Jets sign um, George Fant, who is a tackle uh, out of Seattle, um, obviously started, uh, was a you know, kind of converted basketball player, was thrown in in 2017. Um, the Jets give him a three-year, $30 million deal. He could play left tackle. Obviously, it doesn't seem like they're going to be bringing Beecham back after this deal. Uh, but maybe he's also someone who moves to right if you if you you know bring in a top you know top uh, top drafted player at the position. Um, but I, so they 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 sign him. They bring in Connor McGovern, um, uh, give him starter money, uh, starting money, three years, twenty seven million. Um, Josh Andrews, who is purely a depth move, 
um, Greg Van Roten, who is uh, a, I think, a Long Island guy. Um, so they give him starter money that could spell the demise of Brian Winters. Uh, and then Alex Lewis, who was brought in last year, and they give him a three-year, $18 million deal. So while none of these moves necessarily are exciting, um, it certainly signals that these are you know one, two, three, four potential starter players who, you know, based on how you draft could slide as necessary. Um, but I mean, let's start with the center position because that's your favorite position. My man, Travis, what, what did you think of the McGovern move? So no, I, I love the McGovern move. Um, that's my favorite move that they made in this off season. Um, his versatility is amazing uh, in regards to anyone that was, was, or could play center. Mm-hmm. I, I had him probably like, highest on my list of people that were going to be available uh i mean the discipline that that guy's got and shows uh you know no zero penalties last year uh wow i didn't know that his his ability to shift into you know like down the line i think is invaluable for what we're doing because he is he's 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 really good wherever he goes i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna say that he's amazing or great like his run blocking is nowhere near amazing. I don't know that he's going to do a ton for Le'Veon Bell, um, but I think a lot of the other signings, including Fant, um, mm. and maybe even Andrews to an extent, really kind of speak to the zone blocking kind of scheme. Um, so I, 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 I'm, I'm happy, especially with the depth. Um, mm. I, hopefully we can score some people in the draft, but the McGovern signing, I freaking love. Yeah, love and I – and, and, and right, and I think one of the things that I, uh, when you look at that, I was thinking, you know, they could spend a second or a third round pick on drafting a center and you could get a pretty quality guy. Uh, but now you essentially, maybe that's something you address down the road. Um, but but this essentially buys them time to use a second or third rounder as a, you know, future, you know, rag now or whatever kind of level player uh, but you don't have to buy that player today especially when you when you have you know cornerback issues when you have offensive line issues um, when you have wide receiver issues um, you know these moves kind of buy that we can get to that in, in a little bit but but right I think more than anything he's a solid starter you know you can rely on him and and right while it might not be the best move from a run blocking scheme certainly it gives you a point from which you can start to radiate out stability um on this line so so well, then, yeah. i think, I think mcgovern really brought really the the biggest thing that he brings to the table is versatility in the draft at 11 mm-hmm. if if we've lost out on worse and you know all, all the tackles yeah. that are available you know we can shift him there he's 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 played really well at tackle um hmm. or was it guard i can't remember uh he played center i think i think he's probably the center um, I think Fant would be the tackle. Then maybe he played guard, but he he can sh- it's guard. He can shift either left or right. Okay, guard. yeah, he, he's a guard um, center. You're right, he's a guard center. Correct. Exactly. So it, it it enables us a little bit of versatility if we start losing people to start shifting people over, mm-hmm. um, because of his versatility. So you know, if we're if we're at eleven and we lose out on all the all the good offensive linemen, you know, we can take Lamb and and shift McGovern and Fant. You know, hopefully, you know, and and even like keep winners at that point. It it just affords us a lot of ability to plug and play where we need on the offensive line. And I really like that. Hey, guys, sorry to jump in for a second, but just wanted to back up a lot of what Travis was saying about McGovern. 
think it's fair to say that Connor McGovern was a safe signing. You know that he's going to perform. You know that he's going to be reliable. You know that he's going to be able to protect Sam Darnold the same way that Simply Safe can protect your home. Every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea whether the alarm's real. Is there really a crime going on or not? All the alarm company can tell them is that the motion sensor went off. But Simply Safe gives you a much higher level of home security. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Visit simplysafe.com slash overtime and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash overtime so they know Play Like a Jet sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash overtime. Okay, Brian, sorry to interrupt. Back to you. What were you saying about the offensive line? The, the, the projected starters at present would be left tackle George Fant, left guard Alex Lewis, center Connor McGovern, right guard Van Roten or Winters, but probably Van Roten. And then um, the guy, the guys from Long Island, I know they call him Van Rotten. Yeah, they're excited to, to have him here. And then right tackle Chuma Adoga. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, it, it does seem like there's a lot of versatility amongst this group of guys. And so um, obviously starting with McGovern, who Trav just gave a, a pretty good deep dive on, on some of his flexibility, um, some of the, the reliability and penalty-free play that he brings is going to be really great. I, I think the wild card here that made offensive line versus mm-hmm. uh, you know what we've seen in the last few years is going to be George Fant. Like, it's, it's pretty significant that he got I mean I think they see as a starter for more than just one year and so I wonder if this is a little bit in response to being at what the top four offensive tackles might be gone in the first 10 picks and so um, it, it does seem here that Joe Douglas is not just building for one year um, with a hope of bringing in a guy like Tristan Wirfs still available or Mackay Becton is still available I think he's getting a sense that those guys are probably not going to be there and so I need to build for a two or three year offensive line here and so some of these deals that they're giving out especially to McGovern and to and to a uh, fan mm. do signal to me that like he sees some value um, but also a lot of the flexibility and versatility of those guys and even you know bringing back Alex Lewis um, um, you know bringing bringing these these couple of other guys in Van Roten included is, it does seem like they're some flexibility to find the right mix during training camp um, that's going to give them obviously pass protection for Sam Darnold to give him time um, and maybe alluding to the fact that at 11 we're not going to be seeing an offensive line pick there so you know I like Travis would like us to see us continue to invest in this area it's obviously been something that Joe Douglas has said over and over again is that I'm going to be addressing the offensive line first and foremost Mm -hmm. Um, and he's clearly doing that like you know four of Four of the first five free agent signings here have been offensive linemen. 
and then bringing back Lewis. And so, you know, really five contracts to five offensive linemen is a pretty significant investment. And so hopefully here um, we just have health and continuity amongst this team that, um, you know, an offensive line doesn't just keep getting picked apart and going to find guys like Ryan Khalil to come out of retirement and play again, but really having a consistency amongst this team for the next two years might be just what, what gets this team um, a little bit of uh, a little bit of momentum going forward. Yeah. And it's crazy when you think about it, the jets currently as according to over the cap, as of Monday, March 22nd, they still have the second most uh, salary cap space with 42 million. Not that I think they're going to find a way to spend that. Um, uh, needlessly. Um, I think maybe if anything, you know, I think we've all been kind of wondering what are they going to do with Prez? Maybe this is a, you know, and also an indication of that, that they know that they're going to have to do something, you know, at or around the start of training camp um, for Prez. So, so they've made some moves, you know, they've, they've addressed the position. They're going to be bringing in players. And then another thing, you know, Travis, to your point, I mean, maybe there's going to be a run on offensive linemen before them. Um, I'm, I'm very curious what the teams are thinking and I don't like, I don't want to get into it yet, but I certainly think like the possibility that this season is canceled is needs to be kept on the table. Right. Like, and we'll get, we'll talk about COVID a little bit more in, in a couple minutes here, but like that has to be on the table. And so if you're drafting ephemeral um, positions like running back or wide receiver, like maybe that's not the best investment this year. Maybe you do need to be, um, you know, spending your money on, on tackles, which tend to be, or, you know, linemen, which tend to be a more durable commodity, let's say in a, in times like this. So, so it's going to be very interesting to see how all this plays out in terms of, you know, just the, and this is a, that is like, you know, not a big concern in terms of if football is canceled this year compared to all the, you know, the sadness that's going on right now. Um, but but with that said, like, I think that's something that you have to keep in, in, in mind as you go forward and look at this and look at what, what teams are going to do because they might be thinking, you know what, this person might not be playing football until 2021. Um, okay, let's clean up quickly with free agency. There's not a lot left here. Uh, tight end, they re-signed Daniel Brown, fine, whatever. Um, and then, you know, an interesting move. They, they bring back Neville Hewitt on, on a one-year deal. Um, he obviously love that dude. Yeah, love that dude. He he pinched uh, pinch hit well last year when they needed him. Currently, would be projected unless there's other moves that happen. Would be projected to be a a uh, you know backup. Uh, but right, clearly is a player who in a in a pinch can can play well. What what are your thoughts on that? Just happy you're happy that he's back, Travis. Oh, hundred percent. Um, to be honest, like the it really yeah, you know, I've gone on record like I don't want them to wave or I'm sorry, release mm. Avery Williamson. They are trying to go with this, like, hardcore middle linebacker because I swear, like, that is a freaking dream team. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, you think about how the way – the different ways you can mix and match all those players doesn't mean – The middle to... of the field that we're going to have, like, between May, Adams, Mosley, and, and Williamson, like, right there – and Hewitt plug and play, like, that's amazing. Like, if we can get the outsides shored up, like, that's – we're looking like maybe a top five defense. And this yeah. is the first time I've ever been probably this positive. <laughs> In a couple of years. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Okay. So, let's uh, – we're going we're gonna to talk about draft real quick, and then we'll dive in deeper on that um, the next time. But before we talk about the draft, let's let's pause here 
and just talk about some of the things we talked about at the top. So obviously, you know, the world is in the middle of a serious, serious crisis. Um, things are happening all over the place. Uh, I'm not asking you to give me, you know, your policy on what the World Health Organization should be doing. Although Travis's parents, surprisingly enough, were both epidemiologists. I don't know what happened to Travis, but that's fine. It's cool. I I know, that blew my mind. This apple fell far from the tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 13-syllable word. 13 syllables. (laughs) So good. So good. This, this apple fell off the tree and fell into a, a, a big vat of sour mash and got distilled <laughs> the finest liquor anyone has I ever I wish seen. I could just show the whiskey like selection on my coffee yeah. table right now. Yeah. You, we're been sitting here. Bo- a, you are a pot still willet if I've ever met anyone. 100%. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. So, so, okay. So I just want to know from your worldview – so, Josh, you were just on vacation, a wonderful vacation. Um, I'm sure you had a great time, but you were watching the news and apprehensive of flights and all that sort of thing. I'm actually, I was supposed to be going to Paris in two days with my wife mm. for, uh, for an anniversary. That's obviously not happening. Um, and I don't really even care about that. That feels like a million years ago now. But like when you, I'm sure you had a great time, but now you're back and you talked about kind of just what it means to be with your congregation and all the things you need, you're going to need to be doing and kind of ramping up for in terms of care. Just talk a little bit about what you are expecting and kind of how you are preparing your, you know, your team and yeah. your, and your, and you know, your community as you kind of look over the next couple weeks. Or yeah. Months. So, 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 so. Two weeks ago, when when it, things got a little bit more serious on U.S. soil um, related to COVID, we, we made um, decision just we're just going to alleviate everybody's fears, all the worries, and so we transitioned pretty quickly into just online services and online care for people, mm-hmm. uh, which is is it, you know if I'm going to be doing what I'm doing in any season. Uh, or any era of um, of humanity, now is the time to do it with the technology we have available. And so yeah. a lot of Zoom calls individually, um, we've, we've posted services online like most other churches have done at this point. Um, and we're just trying to identify and care for needs as they become available. And so um, it's just a lot more communication with our church and just figuring out what are, what are some of the tangible needs that we can be meeting. You know, the church gets a bad rap a lot of the time for just being a little bit too complacent or a little bit too rigid. We're really trying to just be super flexible as, as the world is seeming fire in every place. Um, we're just trying to mobilize our people um, to go do things like grocery shop for elderly people or send letters to nursing homes so that that can't have visitors have some touch point with the outside world. Or um, like I said, just providing way more availability um, to just for people to talk to. I've been doing way more phone calls, uh, mm. meetings with our team just to identify more needs. We're trying to work with local oceans and partnerships to figure out what are tangible needs in our city, you know, working with our mayors and figuring out what, what are things that we can provide, whether it's manpower, whether it's resources that um, are going to help people in, in some of the most vulnerable situations, the elderly, people that are experiencing homelessness, food insecurities, all those things we're trying to really mobilize as quick as we can. Um, and really, like the, like I said, because of the availability of technology, we've been able to transition a lot of our staff into just receiving and then disseminating um, care needs as they come in, figuring out pretty quickly 
um, how, how to how to address this need and on on the bigger scale, just help to relieve people's fears. You know, I think I think when we make decisions out of fear, we 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 do and say stupid things. Uh, so we're really leaning forward to say like this is an opportunity um, to really show and and care for people um, in tangible ways in a way that the church has been kind of typical nationally and internationally for a long time. I think wanting to make splashy headlines with where they stand on things. Mm. This is a real opportunity that um, we are seeing locally just within our own church an opportunity to care for people um, and think about restaurants. And so I know that's something Travis will speak to in a minute, but even for us, you know, local restaurant owners, people that run food, attend our church, we're just bringing up as much of their cards as we can to give them some in that um, at least keeps things open or keeps, um, how do we keep um, patronizing um, their, or, you know, takeout and, and delivery options so that people who are just literally out of jobs or out of income um, can keep bills. That's definitely the world we're trying to live in is flexible, meeting as many needs as we can and caring for our people that as they get sick or have cared or loved ones that are sick, um, just providing care for them as well. So it's a whole new world we're living in right now, but man, we're, we're doing the best we, we, we can. Mm. So if people want to listening, like I think so one of the things is people just want to know where to help. If they wanted to help you or your folks, where would they go to do that? Yeah, I would say in your own community, um, yeah. just just like reach out to food banks, reach out to um, nursing homes, reach out to hospitals. You know, I've seen a lot of drives the last couple of days for getting N95 masks um, mm-hmm. to your hospitals and medical care people. Reach out to a doctor, you know, reach out to a nurse and ask them because they're going to be the people that know the best. We We really want to as a church, we're not looking for any, any intake. We're really just looking okay. to how do we, how do we pour out at this point? And so as needs come in, um, you know, listen, if, you, if you're somewhere listening right now in the tri-state area, especially in Connecticut, um, reach out to me on Twitter. If you've got a need, whether it's super small or it's a big need, we, we want to at least figure out how we can help and be a part of helping you and your community. So reach out. That'd be great. Travis, thank you. That's awesome. And, and thank you for, for taking the opportunity to tell people to oh, just yeah, look no. to their local community. So, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. So, Travis, what about you? What, from your worldview, I mean, you're in the restaurant industry. Everybody knows this has one of, been one of the biggest, most, you know, affected things. I mean, it sounds like you're in a little bit of a unique situation. Talk about what it's like for you day to day right now. Independent restaurants, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate right now. We are, we are kicking ass with curbside um i'm able to keep all my staff on for right now taking all of the precautions that i can yeah i grew up my as brian said both my parents were epidemiologists you know this stuff has been ingrained in me my whole life but a lot of restaurants aren't afforded that capability especially within the tri-state area where i know a lot of our listeners are you know one of the one of the biggest things is is you know try your damnedest to, to buy some gift cards do something um, seven million jobs in the restaurant industry uh, just alone uh, were lost in the past week, and it's gonna it's gonna wow. keep tumbling. And I don't think people understand the the economic impact that your local neighborhood restaurant has. Not only economic impact, but just the impact on your life. Um, you know, these people are they're not you know like Olive Garden. These people are are you know mm-hmm. they're 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 they've got families there. Not that those people don't, but you know, the margins in the restaurant industry are very, very slim. You know, at, at best we, we make maybe eight cents on a dollar for everything that you, you, you purchase. Yeah. Um, it's a very hard industry to begin with, but 
we also do our damnedest to make sure that you are able to, you know, have a good time, bring your wife out, bring your girlfriend out, bring your boyfriend out. You know, it's, it's an escape from the world. You know, we, mm -hmm. we try to take care of people the best that we can. And it's, it's a very tough spot. And like this week has been very mind numbing for me. I've done a lot of work. Uh, I've, I've talked to more politicians than I care to even mention mm -hmm. um, on trying to make sure that, that all of us are, are taken into account and that people have the capability to, to, to live their lives. Uh, you know, servers don't make a lot of money and without tips and without, you know, they're, it's, it's, it's a bad spot. So, you know, I've, I've worked heavily with save the restaurant.co. That's a, that's a website you can go to. Okay. Um, it, it'll give you all the info on who to contact to try to make sure that, that these independent restaurants are okay. Because I think the biggest worry for all of us is that, when all of this is said and done, are, are we going to be able to reopen? Um, yeah. It's going to be a really weird place. And, uh, you know, go to there, talk to your local representatives, do what you can, because, you know, you know, I'm, I'm already like looking at going and getting loans to try to like pay my staff when we do have to close down. And if you care about your local restaurant, your coffee shop, your whatever, go to, go to save the restaurants.co contact your representatives and if you have local local funds uh uh or local uh nonprofits trying to help restaurant people do what you can yeah. um we're we're in a we're in a tough spot so just just think about that if you can yeah thanks for sharing that and i think yeah one of the things that i think people are tempted to think well what if i buy a gift card and the thing goes under anyway it's like well you know what you did a good thing. You helped them pay as much as they could or last as long as they could or whatever. And that's obviously never the goal, but at the same time, right. If that's holding people back, don't let it hold you back. Treat it as a charity, <laughs> treat it as, you know, if you, if you're fortunate enough right now to be able to, you know, do some of that, do, do what you can. That's awesome. Thank you for all the work you're doing there. Uh, gentlemen, both of you in that the quick thing I'll say for me is I have a different, I have a, you know, different perspective in, in that, like I'm, in software right now, we're pretty insulated from things. And so I think the thing that I would share, I think you guys hit on the big ones, which is like, look to your local community. Um, right. And then, and then reach out to the people that are kind of in positions of authority and, sh and should be in positions of leadership and, you know, help, help your community call those who are accountable to accountability. And then the thing that I would say is like, you know, as weird and sad as this and weird, you know, crazy as this has been, this is going to start to impact our, our lives. Like we're going to start to know people that have this. So, you know, all the things that you're hearing people say and things you should be doing, you should be doing those. Um, at the same time, like whoever you're with right now, whoever you're spending time with, who's ever in your house, like, you know, one of the things I will say with children who, you know, a wife and then your children who are 10, eight and six is like, this has been a really sweet time in the midst of all this insanity to spend with them because there's nothing for us to do. We can't go to basketball practice. We can't, go to dance lessons. We can't, you know, there's so many things that we can't do. And so while this more than likely will be impacting, you know, a lot of us that are listening to this and all over the planet, like um, do enjoy the time and, and enjoy that kind of sweet time that you have with, with your friends or family, um, you know, in a responsible way, <laughs> um, you know, do what you can, you know, call your parents, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so just really do, um, do what you can. And right. If you're in the low risk range, 
get out there and help people who, who need the help, you know, go to the grocery store for them, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, so this is, so in some ways, like it, it does feel like maybe our society is going too fast. And I do appreciate in the midst of all the chaos and fear that I have, um, that it is slowing me down and making me be relational and, and patient and, and all those sort of things that I need to be because I have not been. Um, so, so anyway, um, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for sharing. Um, uh, let's transition now quickly out of this. Uh, unless there's <laughs> any more thoughts on this. Um, we're going to talk about the draft more later, um, but just really quickly, leave me with your thoughts on, so the Jets have made these moves. We've seen all the, the moves they've made. Like, what do you think this means? When you just, just thematically, when you look at the NFL draft coming up, what do you think? Like, what do you think the Jets will do? What do you think their strategy will be? That's the way I'll ask it. Josh, yeah, what do you I, think? I, I do think that there's going to be a, a real move here, um, especially now that they've kind of addressed offensive line in a pretty big way, I think, I think you are going to get a, a movement pretty quickly toward, do we go after a guy like Henry Ruggs at 11, CD lamb? Um, obviously then they're, they're mm-hmm. kind of sitting until the middle of the second round. And, and so is that a place for an edge rusher? Um, you know, like I do, I do see a lot of um, potential ways that they could go about this, but I, I do start to get a sense that we're going to be looking at, a wide receiver up at the top and then post that um, I think you're going to be getting, uh, getting some help at edge rusher. I think that's where we're going. Mm. Oh, what, what do you think there? What do you think there, Travis? Um, you know, I'm really hoping with, with the amount of depth that we have kind of accumulated and like this kind of one year deal thought process on a lot of things that, you know, if there's not a star, immediate plug and play offensive lineman that we are going to trade back. We're going to get it. We're going to get somebody like Jones. Uh, that's a little bit raw that we can, we can groom a little bit um, and get in there, you know, pretty soon. It scares me because we're in year three of having, you know, a rookie quarterback. Well, yeah, not a rookie, no, I, not a rookie quarterback, I, obviously. But, yeah, uh, you know, a young quarterback. Young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Actually, we're, we're at his really... age, at his age, some quarterbacks would still be considered rookies. So True. true. But, but we're, we're, still losing, <laughs> we're still losing valuable time every year that yes. we go, okay, we've got a groom for next year to make sure he's okay. Like, every year that we do that, we're losing valuable time on a contract, valuable time in, like, his viability. Um, that scares me a little bit. But at the same time, if – we can't get somebody that is an immediate starter, you know, get somebody that can be in year two um, that can be behind Fance and McGovern and, you know, these people Um, again, like I'll, I'll never ever stray from my, my, you know, invest in the offensive line kind of thought process, but, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at these wide receivers, it's very deep. I'm not worried about us. Like I I feel like we can get somebody even on freaking like day three, uh, yeah, you know, so the more we can invest in protecting Darnold and giving him time, the better it's going to be and the better it's going to be for our wide receivers and everybody else. So that's, that's my biggest thing. Like, I, I, I think that we're setting ourselves up for the ability to move back, consolidate picks, 
get more picks and, and, you know, hopefully build this thing as a sustainable unit. Yeah. I, I, and just to say, so Josh Allen, uh, almost 24 years old <laughs> and he's been wow. in the league shorter than, so, so Josh Allen is, will, will turn 24 shortly. Sam Darnold has been in the league three years and, and will turn 23 shortly. So, uh, so just, just think about that for a minute. Um, okay. So that's, that's great. I, I would love to see a hope that, you know, players like Jonathan Taylor and some of these guys that did so well at the combine are going to create a little bit of a run at running back. And then, you know, between the quarterbacks that there will be some leakage in terms of offensive line for the jets when they pick in the first round. Um, and then if maybe not, maybe move back a little bit and, and, you know, pick up some picks. I think that'd be a great move. Um, but I, I would love to see them come out, you know, of the first round with an offensive lineman a tackle specifically. Um, I do like the wide receivers. I do think though that, you know, the players that you have at the top, right. If you don't get CD lamb or you know, maybe rugs, I don't know. I think rugs has been pretty impressive um, through the combine process. If you don't get one of those type guys, like I would be happy for them to kind of wait till the third or fourth round and get a Pittman or a Denzel Mims or some, one of those kind of guys later on. Um, But, and then just kind of, yeah, stockpile the players you need to, you know, where you need to and really build out this team around, around um, Darnold, as we talked about and, and right. Yeah. I maybe add some additional depth because it's going to take time at the cornerback position. Um, So I think they're set up well. Like, I mean, I, this all hinges on them actually executing in the NFL draft, right? Like that's what it comes down to. And so we'll be talking more about that. Um, But everyone, thank you so much. Um, Our thoughts and prayers are with you all. We hope you are safe. We hope your family is, is well. Um, Please do what you can um, to stay, uh, you know, healthy and quarantine yourself as much as you can. Um, but we, we wish you the best and we'll be back soon. We know that a lot of folks are, have a lot of time on their hands now. And so we'll, we'll do our best to, to be checking in with you and giving you updates between now and the draft. Um, Josh, thank you for your time. Travis, thank you for your time. Um, and again, like as Travis laid out, save the restaurant.co. Yes. Is that the site? Do it. Yeah. So save the restaurants, not save, save sorry, restaurants, save restaurants.co. And then check in your local community. All right, everybody. Love you. Be well. Talk to you soon. I miss baseball. Go watch Ugly Delicious Season 2. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.